Mishmash, a weekly conversation where we try to unjumble an important and sometimes under-the-radar statewide issue that affects you. And it really doesn't get much more Michigan than the Great Lakes. And it's Labor Day weekend, the holiday that basically closes out summer. So people are going to be flocking to the beaches all along the shores of Michigan this weekend. Yeah. And, you know, after being cooped up inside for many months, some sun and sand certainly sounds like a good recipe for the weekend, as long as you're staying safe while you're doing it. Uh, But before you grab your sunscreen and cooler, there are some things uh, that you should know about before you go to the beach. And Shana, even though You know, as we all like to say, there are no sharks in uh, the Great Lakes, but there are some (laughs) other dangers. What are things people should keep in mind? So I'll start with the dangers. One of the big dangers that people should be looking out for are high water. Uh, We have seen an an increase in the lake levels recently, which has led to another thing that might make your beach look a little different, which is the erosion of the coastline. But you want to be on the lookout for the red flags and for other signage by the DNR and by park officials that say, hey, stay out of the water because the the conditions of the water are not good. Uh, And, you know, there's some other things that might make your beach experience a little bit different than maybe it has in the past. For example, this summer is all about social distancing. So you want to make sure that you are staying away from people that you don't know or that you didn't go to the beach with. But that also might interfere with your ability to even get to the beach because a lot of parks are closing down their parking lots when they're at half capacity. And another big thing that because there has been an increase in people going to the beaches this past spring and summer is you might be seeing a bit more litter. Yeah, and Sheena, you know, even going to the beaches and other areas around the water myself with a five-year-old, I feel like lately it's been saying a lot of, hey, put that down, that's trash, don't play with that. So what is what is going on with the littering? I know you've been reporting on this. What's, what's the cause of all this other than just, uh, you know, more people at the beach? Yeah, I mean, a big part of it is that the beaches have really just seen a huge increase in visitors this past spring and summer because, you know, a lot of indoor things were shut down. Uh, People were working from home or in some cases they weren't working at all. So it's like, where do we go? A lot of people flocked to the beaches. And when I spoke with a few different park officials, they said, you know, like there is this increase in litter because, you know, while a lot of people are respectful, they use the trash receptacles. um, Some areas also have staff that are able to clean things up. They are still seeing that uptick in garbage and trash, particularly plastics uh, on the beaches. And, uh, you know, a concern with this is that a lot of the beach cleanup events that are usually hosted sort of throughout the spring and summer, those have been canceled or they've seen a greatly reduced attendance because of social distancing. So it's really important, particularly right now and particularly, you know, as this this summertime closes out as people stop going to the beaches is to, you know, if you're feeling comfortable to pick up the trash that you see on the beach, maybe bring some gloves with you, some extra hand sanitizer, and maybe do your part to chip in. Or if you don't feel comfortable with that, at least just pick up after yourself after you've had a great day at the beach. to delve into what's going on with the Great Lakes, particularly shore erosion, a little bit deeper. So we brought in my environmental reporting partner for MLive, Garrett Ellison. He has been following the issues surrounding the Great Lakes for quite a while. Garrett, welcome to Mishmash. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. 
So, Garrett, one of the big uh, areas that you've been covering when it comes to the Great Lakes is shoreline erosion, something that we've talked a little bit about on Mishmash before. But uh, what's going on with that right now? Well, right now, uh, the Great Lakes um, have been at you know record, <laughs> historically high levels uh, um, across the Great Lakes, uh, particularly along Lake Michigan and Lake Huron, which are kind of considered one lake for um, uh purposes you know those purposes part of the same basin right yeah well they're connected at the Straits of Mackinac so that the Army Corps of Engineers sort of records them as one lake but the the levels uh you know kind of the water level in Lake Michigan and Lake Huron almost sort of kissed the record uh from uh 1986 when you know it it reached the highest level it's it has been in in sort of the recorded history about going back about 100 years or so uh we didn't break the level um but we came really close within a, like an inch or so um so it, it right now the the water levels are starting to drop uh, they tend to peak seasonally in july uh and then recede um but at the same time they're still a very very high uh people would notice this you know immediately upon getting to the beach or the shoreline um, and we're coming into storm season here uh, in a couple months, which um, when you take storm season with record high water levels, it, it really does uh, start to uh, increase the erosion um, along the shoreline. And that's been happening um, over the last couple of years. And that's why you're seeing a lot of uh, riprap and rock armor uh, being uh, installed along the lake shore on private property and, and along some public properties in order to protect homes and infrastructure and that sort of thing. And when it comes to that sort of shoring up of the shoreline, for lack of a better way of putting it, or armoring, I think is the right word that you and I have uh, talked about, there's that, that that tends to be pretty controversial, doesn't it, for, for the homeowners that are trying to sort of keep the shorelines and everything away from ruining their property. Yeah, you know, um, the, the when you when you install this stuff, when you drop the rock armor um, on the beach, it it keeps people from being able to, for one, walk along the shoreline uh, in a lot of cases, uh, which is a, a right that, that people have. Even if it's private property, you're allowed to walk along the shoreline up to the high watermark. Um, and the other thing is there's some concern that, uh, you know, is being expressed by experts, um, the state of Michigan, and I'll often bring this up with people who are, um, you know, asking to have that stuff installed is that, you know, are you by putting that on your property, are you exacerbating erosion somewhere else, right? Because the, uh, it may protect um, your property, but it may you know, cause the lake to start to kind of eat away on either side uh, of where the rock armor starts and ends. And so it can, it can create issues between neighbors. Um, and then there's some research to suggest that, um, you know, the more the shoreline is hardened, the less, uh, you know, it, it reduces the, uh, the beach's natural ability to replenish itself when, when water levels um, go back down. And so there's, con there's concern uh, among researchers that the, a lot of the sand uh, that would normally form protective sandbars um, at these beaches is being pushed offshore into the deep water where it just settles into the bottom of Lake Michigan and can never really be brought back up and used to replenish the beach once the, when the waters um, recede. You talked a little bit about the issue of being able to walk along the shoreline, but I'm curious, you know, when it comes to 
erosion as an issue. Talk about how that affects people's just experience going to the beach for something like Labor Day or whenever uh, people are just trying to enjoy the Great Lakes. Uh, You know, uh, why is erosion uh, something that people should really be paying attention to if they're trying to, like I said, um, you know, enjoy that aspect of living here in Michigan? Sure. Well, you know, I mean, depending on where you go and what beach you're going to go to, you're going to find that it's, it's a different experience than it was just a few years ago uh, because the lakes have uh, risen pretty dramatically in just the last few years. In fact, it was 2013 where we were dealing with record low lake levels. Um, and so, you know, just the size of the beach is going to be uh, reduced quite a bit. And you're going to see uh, lots of the beaches have, you know, maybe five, six feet of uh, space between where the water Water, you know, the edge of the water and, and the edge where the dune itself is eroding. And so there's a, like a little mini cliff uh, that you are either going to have to climb up or climb down to get to the beach, depending on, you know, if you can find a trail. Um, or what the access points are. Um, and so the, just the amount of beach um, itself is, is reduced considerably at a lot of beaches, um, you know, in Michigan, you know, Lake Michigan here on, you know, Lake Superior. And you've got people who are going to the beach who are trying to get away from other people um, because of the COVID pandemic, right? We're, trying, we're looking for outdoor places to be outside that doesn't, you know, that aren't around other people. And so now you dealing, you know, and this has been all summer, people have been dealing with this sort of quandary, like, I want to go to the beach, but I'm having difficulty finding a beach that isn't crowded, um, because there's just less beach. Um, And so that's been kind of an issue for people as well. And sort of speaking of, of COVID and more people being at the beaches this this past spring and summer, uh, you would expect that there would be problems on these beaches with trash, um, just because having more people, they usually bring things with them, um, and some people are not always great at uh, properly disposing of their litter. Uh, of the beaches I've spoken with, a lot of them said that, you know, the, the trash itself isn't necessarily a huge problem. There's been, you know, some upticks in certain areas of, of litter sort of scattered around the beaches. But they did say that, you know, wh- one thing that they are consistently concerned about is how that shoreline erosion causes more debris on the beach. Can you talk to us more about sort of what to people should be looking out for and maybe how they can help pitch in when they're at the beach, be it, uh, you know, helping with those shoreline erosion effects or with uh, garbage. Well, I think uh, I would, I would, I would assume that there are people are a little less uh, inclined to potentially pick up other people's garbage these days. Um, You know, just now, you know, the issues with not wanting to touch other people's trash and that kind of thing. Um, and that, yeah, that probably can have an effect on the amount of uh, litter that's on the beach. I've personally spent a, a, a great deal amount of time at the beach this uh, summer myself. And, you know, I've seen overflowing trash cans at some of the more popular beaches. I tend to go to South Haven quite a bit because I'm, uh, I live near there. And um, yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of garbage, a lot of pr- particularly plastic that uh, washes up. You see it um, in places where the, the waves are bringing, you know, sort of natural debris, wooded stuff, sticks, um, <clears throat> dead vegetation, that sort of thing. And it's really sort of you know, hard in a lot of pl- to find beaches that don't have plastic litter somewhere. Uh, you know, it's, it, if, 
if you're looking for plastic litter, it's, it's not hard to find. You just, just go to the beach and look down. Uh, look down in a pile of debris and there's straws and there's bottle caps and there's balloon debris and there's all kinds of stuff that's just sort of there. And it's, it's floating around in the lake. Um, it's, it comes from the beach and it's pretty obvious where it comes from because it's all stuff that humans use. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's one of those issues that I think, um, you know, we're, we're trying to figure out, you know, what to do about this. Um, there's research as into, you know, you know, ways to deal with plastic, uh, in oceans and the great lakes and, you know, something that I've heard, I haven't looked into this a great deal, but, um, I've read, uh, that, uh, some researchers, um, around the basin, you know, consider the great lakes plastic in the Great Lakes to be more of a, um, a, a di more difficult thing to tackle than it is in some of the oceans because it's not like the Great Pacific garbage patch where you've got big pieces of litter and, and garbage floating around. And it, the, the plastic in the Great Lakes tends to be really small, um, you know, microplastics or really small pieces of debris that's broken down and, and ends up sort of becoming unfortunately part of the, the natural landscape um, in, in, in a strange way. So Garrett, um, you know, in terms of what you were just saying about trying to figure out what we're going to do about some of these issues, um, I don't know if you want to tackle these together or separately, but I'm curious, you know, what efforts might be afoot to uh, actually deal with erosion and deal with litter. I mean, you, you did touch a little, a little bit on litter there too, but, um, you know, is there some hope out there in terms of uh, that these issues might be addressed? Well, I think, you know, when it comes to erosion, it's, it's a, it's a natural process. You know, there's always going to be erosion. And in fact, it's, it's, uh, you know, kind of an important part of the way that the ecosystem, you know, manages itself. Uh, Lake Michigan, the western shore, um, the, the west side of Michigan, the, um, the beaches along Lake Michigan, you know, the sand that creates those beaches comes from bluff erosion, right? That's the natural process. So you, you go to places like uh, Frankfurt, uh, and, and you go out on the pier and you look north and there's these enormous uh, sandy bluffs, right? Part of the, um, you know, north of that is the Sleeping Bear Dunes, obviously. Well, the erosion from the, that block, those bluffs is what creates the sand on the beach, you know, along the coast to the north and south. Um, and so, you know, erosion is is always going to be happening. There's really just no way around it. And so the, the way to deal with it is to get out of the way. And that's kind of what's been going on the last few years. People are moving houses um, away from bluffs, away from the edge of the, uh, the shoreline, you know, starting to realize that, you know, the lake is in charge, <laughs> doesn't care uh, whether this structure uh, is, is in it, you know, how close it is. And, you know, if you don't move that structure, the lake is just going to erode the shore, you know, erode the sand out underneath it. People are, are obviously, we mentioned armoring uh, the shoreline around their property, but I don't, I don't think people really want to do that because, A, it's really expensive. I've heard people uh, mention, you know, this is uh, rock armoring is like a million dollar a month business these days. Um, and, uh you know, it really does, even if you're the property owner, you don't want to be placing rocks on your beach. 
um, you want to be on the beach and it's, it's really difficult when it's, you know, filled with boulders. Um, you know, so, you know, when it comes to dealing with erosion, you know, you deal with it by getting out of the way. And that's really about the only way to deal with it. Um, I think it's important for people to recognize that it's a natural process. Um, the lake is in charge. And if you like going to the beach, um, you know, you shouldn't necessarily view erosion as this terrible thing because that's really the natural process that gives you the big sandy beaches that we enjoy on Lake Michigan. One more point, Garrett. Uh, you know, the uh, National Weather Service in Grand Rapids, as we speak right now, is warning people going to the beach this weekend, um, especially in Lake Michigan, saying that there are uh, really, there's high water levels, large waves, uh, and that might put uh, the lives of people going to the beach and first responders at risk, uh, telling people really be careful uh, this weekend if you're going to the beach uh, or, be, you know, be careful anytime when you're going to the beach around uh, the, when, when conditions are like that. Uh, talk about that as, um, you know, an, an issue here in Michigan and uh, sort of what people should keep in mind uh, when they're going to the beach and making sure they're staying safe. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's looking like we're going to get eight foot waves. And, you know, it's the, the way the shoreline is, is um, configured, you know, these waves, obviously, they're, I think, best viewed from the beach, you know, just don't get in the water. Uh, look at the, um, you know, if you're at a beach that's got flags, pay attention to those because, you know, smart people are, are assessing the conditions and they're trying to, they, they put that warning system out there to, to save lives. And unfortunately every summer we're, you know, there are drownings. Um, you know, there are people who fall off piers or jumping off piers. Um, there are people who get out too far in the water uh, and they get caught in, in the near shore currents. And because Michigan has this really long North South coastline, it has some pretty strong near shore currents. Um, and it's, it's, you know, not uncommon for people to get caught in those currents and they, they die trying to get back to shore if they're not strong swimmers, uh, particularly um, around piers. Uh, the, that's why most places that have a pier or a jetty have rules that say you're not supposed to jump off them, um, even though you see it all the time. Um, so it's, it's one of those things where, you know, we have to respect the, the power of the lakes. Um, they really, um, they're in charge. They can be incredibly unforgiving. Um, they're very beautiful, but they can also be very dangerous. Garrett Ellison is my environmental partner at MLive. Garrett, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me, Shane.